Hey, what's up? My name is Young Chris, and I am a professional dancer, artist, creator of movement, artistic director, and creator of Sunkiss Dance Theater, world traveler, and this is my soul talk. So February 27th, um, I'm having a photography show. It's called Above All Photo Show. And it pretty much uh, highlights all of my travels in the past 11 years. I've been to some crazy places and I've taken photos and I've never shared those photos. Uh, I've always looked for a, um, an outlet to share them with my company or just at, at what particular moment. And I never came up until like now. Uh, this year I decided to like, man, look, I'm just gonna do my own photography show. This is my first photography show. I'm not a photographer, but I have I have some some unique raw images and it's based on the idea of, of, of I've seen the world through dance. So the, like the, the caption for the show is I've seen the world through dance. I've seen the world and the world is seeing me. Um, so that's the idea of the photography show. Once again, I'm I started dancing when I was seven, but my mother seeing the talent in me at three years old, I would dance when the soul train would go across the screen. So she kind of knew that I was interested in dance. So at seven years old, she found a community dance company and the age, um, the age requirement was 10 years old. So she told the director, um, I'm seven, but could he just stay for one rehearsal and he said if he can hang then he can stay and he can be a part of it and the rest is history i was part of that company until middle school so i trained in african traditional praise dance hip-hop and jazz uh when everyone else was outside playing sports and whatever they were doing outside i was at practice two three times a week so yeah uh, my dance career started um I think my second year in college, um, I realized that's not what I wanted to do in my life, but I didn't go, I didn't stop going to college with the idea of starting dance. Uh, dance just became real heavy and it was more organized than it's ever been in my life. So I started going to classes, being asked to be part of shows and uh, being a part of companies. So at that moment I was like, I really want to pursue this. And then man, the rest is history. I never looked back, um, but that was at think 20, 21 years old. And uh, as a dancer, that's super late to start. So I literally had to play catch up and just train my butt off. I can, um, I immediately consumed myself in the culture. Um, the people that I were hanging around with, I kind of just cut ties. I won't say cut ties, but I stopped spending so much time with them and I started spending more time with dancers and and just just the dance community, just because I wanted to get submerged in that culture because I it was something I've never seen before, I'd never experienced, even when I was a kid and even through high school, because at high school I was just party dancing. I just go to a party and dance, but that's not necessarily serious. So when I seen this side of the culture, man, I like I completely fell in love. And that's when I realized that's what I wanted to do with my 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 life with my career and with my talent was pursue dance. Um, I think I have a very unique career because uh, I started off in the commercial world because I don't know anything about the underground world. So I started off at Planet Funk. Um, I mean, just doing the, 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 the choreo, the classes, taking the workshops and then doing like the Halloween shows at uh, Club Hush, if anyone remembers that. I mean, just stuff like that. And then uh, I seen a, um, a flyer for audition for like an underground team, which was Urgeworks. And I didn't know anything about that world. So I went to the audition. I was like, man, like this is a whole nother world outside of the world I thought I was liking and loving. And it was underground. It was straight up like the raw elements of hip hop with breaking hip hop dance, um, locking, popping, um, got introduced to house dance. So when I got introduced to that, I left the choreo world completely. Just the same way I left like my friends for like the commercial world that I left did the same thing with the underground world. So 
for me, I don't know. It was just, it just felt, it felt better. It felt real organic and it was just raw. And, um, and then I fell in love with house dance. And then from there I started, um, really working with the company that I auditioned for. We did a lot of school shows. Uh, pretty much it was just a school show type based company, but their um, real group was Havoc Coro. And um, and that's what I really wanted to be a part of. So I literally just hung out with these guys. Once again, I submerged myself in the culture. I studied, I trained, I learned. Uh, I went to all their practice sessions. I supported, I did everything. And um, I became a part of the crew. So. Um, and that was that was later on, definitely later later on. It didn't come early. It didn't come easy at all. But um, I was so in love with that culture that I, I moved to New York for a month to uh, pursue more of the dance as far as like um, the underground elements. Because if you know anything about hip hop dance, a lot of the innovators are still alive. So you can still talk to them. You can still go to their classes. You can still practice with them. You can hang out with them. So I did that. And then uh, I also was signed to Clear Talent in New York. Um, so I would do a lot of commercial uh, auditions, show auditions, and different things like that. But I never booked the commercial because it was always some weird little entity. And that's the thing about the commercial world. It was like, oh, they had too many black guys. Or I would, here's, here's one story. I got booked for an iPod commercial. And uh, I was placed on hold. If you know anything about being put on hold, you can't audition for anything because you won't, you might double book. And that's a, that's a big no-no. Um, so I got put on hold for like two weeks. So I can audition for anything. I thought I had the gig. And then the agent calls me and says, well, they canceled the, the shoot in New York. They're going to shoot in LA and find dancers there. So, I mean, I, that was like super upsetting because I finally had something and then it kind of just dropped. But um, later on that year, like two months later, I got an opportunity to go teach in Lebanon. Um, so, and that's in the Middle East. I've never been to Lebanon, never heard of Lebanon, uh, Beirut actually. So um, came back home from New York uh, went to Beirut and man, that changed my life. That's when I knew I wanted to travel uh, with my dance. So I traveled. That was my focus. Like, just get me out of the country. Just get me out of the country. I'll go anywhere. Like, I'm down to teach, perform, tour, or whatever. So I, I traveled. I'm still traveling. I traveled um, for, man, 11 years, like, still continuing. Um, and then I lived in Bangkok in 2010. I moved to Bangkok for a full year. I lived there. I taught. I had an entertainment academy. I did a lot of missions work with local churches. Um, I moved there not knowing anybody. When I left there, I was throwing events. So like I just built on top of that. And I just took, I guess, the entrepreneur uh, position as with my talent as opposed to waiting to get booked. I would just book myself. I would book my own workshops. I will book my own classes. And it's not always a popular um, position because like I mean like there's a million dancers that's way popular than me and uh but I just for some odd reason I, I always I always get work so in um even so when I moved back to here I mean to Houston um I got connected with a company that does a lot of national stuff so like now I'm in Vegas like two or three times a year I'm in well I'm going to Mexico twice this is my actually third time this in the past eight months me being in Mexico um, so it's just nonstop. I was in Chicago last weekend. Uh, it's just, um, different cities around the, around the nation pretty much that I try to book myself in or continue on going because at the same time, I'm still an artist, even though I have a company, which my company is five years old this year. Um, and, and I just continue on pushing that whole entrepreneur aspect of it, trying to be an independent artist or, um, get booked for who I am, not trying to be someone else or trying to fit a, a, a mold that's completely not me. Because that's one thing about me. It's like, I will have no problem with getting kicked off the gig. 
um, if I'm being myself, I have absolutely no problem with that. Because what I feel like if you book, if you book in Chris, you book in Chris, you're not booking like someone gonna fit the mold for you. So that's, that's how, that's how I am with everything that I do. And um, so yeah, I'm man, I'm I'm 100% into it. I don't think I can do anything else. Honestly, I really can't out and I won't because I, I, I don't last long and nothing else. I've tried and it doesn't work out for me or anyone else. So Go. That's how so the idea of Sunkiss came about, um, it, it kind of just happened. Um, so when I was in Bangkok, I would, uh, I had this, this vision, a dream of having a, uh, well, creating a production, like a one-man production. So I, mean, I wish I still had that notebook. I lost the notebook, but I, I wrote a full, like, full-out production. Uh, when I moved back to Houston, uh, there was a show called Dance Houston. Uh, it was an annual show. It's pretty much like um, like just highlighting um, local companies in the city at one of the prestigious theaters in the city. <clears throat> so I had a good relationship with her. So I asked her, I was like, hey, I uh, just moved back into town. Can I do this show? Um, and she was like, yeah, cool. Like, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I have an idea of, uh, <clears throat> with, well, I'm just going to put something together and see what happens. So um, I called like three of my friends. I was like, yo, let's put something together for this show. So the idea was just to produce something just for that show and that was it. So going to rehearsal, different things like that, we actually wanted to use a band and I called, um, well, she had like a, a, an assistant at the time, I called an assistant, I was like, hey, we want to use a band. She was like, honestly, the band thing's not gonna work, it's not enough time. I kind of got, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, um, um, I was upset about it and uh, I almost quit and, and said, forget the show if you can't, use all of my ideas and you can't use none of my ideas so and I came back to my sister I was like now nah, we just recreate something so pretty much what we the idea where we're going to do is as opposed of like getting music and creating to the music we're going to create the choreography and match the music the music going to match us that's why I want to use a band so they can see what we're doing and highlight different things and what we're doing so it's not necessarily something that you can just bob your head to it was literally just like a cartoon the cartoon is created before the score so the the um the orchestra gets the cartoon and then they create the score for the cartoon. That was the idea that I had. Um, so that's what I wanted to do, but that didn't work out. So we just I decided to do it. How about we just do it without music? So we created a, a three minute piece with no music called The Sound of Silence, and it was based off of literally just cues. So like and um and our and our biggest thing was we don't want people to not like pay attention to what we're doing because you can get lost in music easily, especially in dance. So with us being on stage with no music dancing, like your eyes are glued because you're thinking, I don't know what you're thinking, but it's entertaining, it's interesting, especially for that moment because the show is full with dance. It's like, how can you set yourself apart? So we did a three minute piece with no music and we had the ideas like either they're gonna hate it or they're gonna love it. I mean, cause there's no in between with that piece that we created. So created the piece, performed the piece and um, after the show, and we got so much love, a lot of um, established companies and directors came to us asking us who, who we are and uh, what we want to be featured in their shows. So the idea of a company kind of grew faster than we thought would would uh, would grow. So we were like, wait, this is going like a little a little fast right now. So let's take some time and figure it out. So we ended up, uh, matter of fact, uh, Harry and Urban Souls was the first director or company to feature us in like his actual concert and he did it a few times and after that we worked with um worked with a dam and then um it was just some more different entities then we decided to like yo just make this a company and then for making it a company it was like had to create a name so we wanted to make make it a christian-based company 
So we were listening to a song by Rick Pino. I forgot the name of the song. It's Touch, some, I forgot the name of the song, but the name Sunkiss, like one of the lyrics was Kissed by the Sun. And that was like, that kind of stood out to me. So that's why the name is Sunkissed Dance Theater with S-O-N-K-I-S-S-D, like Kissed by the Sun, having an intimate relationship with Jesus. And, uh, but we don't want to be a praise dance team. So we decided to like, I mean, like create the art and uh, tell stories, but not um, persecuting stories or like pointing fingers at, because you can come to our show, you can clearly see the idea and the, and the inspiration behind it, but we don't say Jesus, we don't use, I'm, I'm against using um, Christian music, not because it's Christian music, but just, I mean, I'm, I'm an artist, I can use anything and I, and, and I love music, so I don't want to be limited, like sometimes how the church can put you in the box, especially black churches, they want you to dance, so only that Southern, black gospel music and that's not necessarily like that's it's cool but it's not relevant sometimes or you can god can use anything to, to move anybody so anywho um we decided to just create our own productions as opposed to trying to get booked we just decided to just, just book ourselves so we created shows so we, for the for five years we created shows uh we create a new production every like two to three months. Like, so we'll come out of a production, go into another production. We will sell out. We pretty much sell tickets, sell out. Uh, we had our first audition like two years after that happened to the company. Uh, we've had up to 15 dancers. We had at, to like five dancers always been a journey. And um, the biggest thing that the company has done so far is uh, we did a, a week long tour in Pennsylvania last year, touring like, uh, we did like eight shows and like five days it was like eight shows like seven six workshops something like that five days tops it was just non-stop action and uh, i mean that's what i'm built for this so i can do this in my sleep um so yeah that's that's what um sunkissed is right now we're taking like a break because i want to focus on myself because i was investing so much time into everyone else that i wasn't like i put myself on the shelf but i'm still able to dance so i don't want to be like 40, 50 years old, 60 years old, looking back at my career, like, man, I shouldn't have did this. I should have kept dancing. So I noticed that, so I'll put a halt on it. So like now I'm pursuing myself because I can always run a company. So I'll pick that company back up in like the next, I don't know, whenever whenever, whenever I'm ready. Uh, I don't have necessarily a date, a set time or a plan, but it'll happen when it happens. But right now I just want to focus on myself, being an artist and a creator and, um, and a, well, kind of a director, but really 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 picky on who i work with really picky because um worked with a lot of people and they burnt my energy and my inspiration so like now i'm really conscious about that so it's all the journey it's all 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 entertainment you just got to be honest with yourself like i said i just want to be an artist that um that wants to do what i want uh and and present who i am at the moment as opposed to trying to fit a mold so with those things being said, I do a lot of self-checking and I, I check everything around me all the time. I check what, so what I'm a part of, what's working, what's not working, what should be working, what I need to get rid of, um, what I need to learn, um, and different things like that. So it's always a self-evaluation. Every time I look at myself dance or every time I wake up in the morning, it's like, how can I make myself better? Or how can I create? Or how can I promote? Or how can I get people to see this event that I have come out? Biggest challenge is patience, dealing with patience, being patient. Cause I love, I'm a person that wants to go from mountain to mountain, from peak to peak to peak. I hate the valley. Um, even though like the valley might be like a short amount of time, I absolutely hate it. I, I hate not having anything coming up or not working on something. I hate resting, I, I completely hate it. 
Uh, that's the that's the biggest, really, that's the biggest challenge for me is patience. And because I want so much right now, um, but that's not reality. And sometimes I'm not prepared for it, or I don't know what the reason or whatever. But I just, I just hate not having what I want at the moment. The patient thing is is my biggest challenge. Because I want to stay on top of the mountain. I want to live on the peak. Those peak moments, I want to live there. I don't want to come down. I want to stay up. So, my biggest career tips, well, three, two, one. My biggest career tips, honestly, figure out exactly what you want to do. I know it's sometimes as, as, as a young artist, you kind of like you want to do it all, but try to figure out or start planning your life out. Um, because like, I feel like right now, like, like I'm married with two kids. So that kind of grounds me a lot. And I don't like, like, once again, it's like that. I don't like to be ground. I just want to be free. So I feel like if I would have waited a little bit longer to start my family, then, uh, I don't know, but it, I would say to a younger me is like, yo, just focus on dance the whole time or entertainment the whole time. And then wait till you get older before you spread your seeds and, and fly or bloom or whatever, reproduce and, and get married and all that. So, but yeah, I would definitely tell my younger self to stick to the plan. And also learn as much as you can learn as possible. Uh, I'm a dancer, but I can DJ, I can MC, I can coordinate an event, I can host an event. I can do all these things so that I don't get gigs through dancing, I can get gigs through DJing, I can get the gig through MCing. So therefore, gigs equal income. So there's not income in one entity, there's income in another entity and so forth. And also you just have more to add to your package. Like now, now I'm valuable, now you want this and I can facilitate that or I charge this because I can do this or I can be at an event and just like, I can see the beat, like something going wrong. I can literally just pick up the slack and, and make it happen easily. I designed my first show with lighting um, uh, this past fall. So like that was, that was something else that I learned, like lighting. So learn as much as possible. Also you learn, the more you learn, the less money you will spend on stuff, especially as an entrepreneur. So, <clears throat> I'm always needing flyers and video editing. I can do that myself. So now it eliminates the back and forth with someone. I can keep that money in my pocket. I can also get the look that I want. It benefits me a lot. So now I'm more independent than relying on like five or 10 different people and they're focused on what they want to focus on or they focus, they're not as passionate as you are about your, um, about your project. So the work with the most passionate person would probably be yourself or if you have a partner to make that happen with you. But also at the same time, you know, you need to know when to delegate and when to like, um, when to pass on some work because at the end of the day, you can't, uh, you can't do it yourself. You can't choreograph the show, be in the show, um, be an usher at the show, sell your own tickets and do video photography for your own show and run your light and sound. It's impossible. So certain things you have to delegate, but also with the delegation, even with myself, I know it was good and was bad because I've done it before. So now when I do hire somebody, it's like, yo, I know exactly what I want. I can tell them exactly what I want. This is what I need. Or when I hire somebody, I trust them so much as a person and an artist, I tell them to do whatever you want to because I like I like what you do, I like your work. So create what you want to create. I'm, I'm sure I'm gonna like it, oh well. And sometimes you just gotta just, like, just let it go. Like whatever happens, happens. Like it's all in the moment. Whatever happens in that moment, it happens in that moment. So as long as you get good video of it, you're good. 2018, if you don't have good video of your event or what you're doing, you, you didn't do it. Be honest with you, it's just the truth. You need video, everything that you do. And that's also maybe some money that you might need to set aside as well as for a videographer. Even if you have gigs, like, like 
hire a videographer or set up a camera somewhere, get some type of video. So therefore, like, I don't know, it's, it's good for social media purposes. So you, that's the best way to promote yourself and stay relevant or stay active or so people can see what you do and how you do it. Um, I mean, because it's art at the end of the day, like the best work is, well, you want your work, well, as, as a working artist, you want your work to be in front of as many people as possible. And especially with dance, like we don't have just like random stuff just sitting like, uh, I, as a singer, you can send out songs like here, check out my SoundCloud or my YouTube or you're a painter or a sculptor, you have work that you can check out. As a dancer, you can't, I mean, sometimes you don't have that, but you have video. So video is the best thing, good quality video, and always updated recent videos like headshots. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah.